Well, what do I do? Let me try uh, starting this call over. Okay. Okay. In the meantime, Google Vin Diesel facts. BRB. Hello. Hello. Is it still bad? No, you sound better to me. Oh, okay. We're finding lots of Vin Diesel facts. Yeah? Do you want to share one? His mom is an astrologer. Oh, wait. Astrologer? We may yes. have gotten distracted reading. So it's in astrology, like the tarot stuff. Yeah, that not astronomy. Our girl Tori Alexander would be into. Not as in wow. real science facts about stars. What did you guys find? He's never met his dad. Aww. Yeah. Also, one time he almost lost his house because he had to fund the movie Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, like I have never been able to watch any of the Riddick movies, but like he no. loves them. Yeah, they. I I've been able to watch like half of one while it was on TBS. It, I didn't love it. Do you ever uh, risk your entire financial life on Riddick? You know, I wish I had, but I <laughs> can't say that I did. But he's like he is he is a lovely nerd. Like he's yeah. he's a D and D playing sci fi loving like meathead, and he's just like you know what? I love this story. I want to get this made. It's confusing that he was offered the role of Daredevil, but then Ben Affleck got the part instead. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is so fun! He, like, uh, okay, that movie, that Daredevil movie is terrible, but yeah. I can imagine him even less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, true. It would, I don't know. It could have been fun with him. He's got a sense of fun that Affleck lacks. Wait, he's Groot? Yeah. Fuck you! Didn't yeah. know that. No, I didn't know it's that. It's basically the Iron Giant all over again. It oh, kind of is. Lord. Uh, duh. I, I mean, can't believe how that. many times do you think he had to record the the line? Like, did he have to do that? He did it every time, and he did all of the language dubs for it too. That's amazing. What? That's yeah. so amazing. So he had to go like soy Groot. <laughs> yeah, soy Groot. But he did like, uh, yeah, he did all the other audios because he was like very dedicated to the oh idea. I think God. he was bummed when they scratched him doing motion capture. Oh, yeah, I bet. So. I mean, you got to earn that paycheck, right? And if you get a couple extra days in the recording studio saying soy Groot. This is soy one this Groot. is such a classic Wikipedia like group of nonsense sentences. Isn't it great? Diesel is noted for his recognizably deep voice. He said his voice broke at around the age of 15, giving him a mature sounding voice on the phone. Around 2001, he dated Fast and Furious co-star Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, definitely one paragraph. <laughs> Those As are all the same fact. That is what is a single paragraph. <laughs> yes. Magic. I oh, love it. Wikipedia. Also, you guys, this week I got to talk to the sound designer for Fast and Furious movies. <gasps> yeah, it was so fun. He told me That's about great. one of the things in Tokyo Drift. You know how that uh-huh. guy throws a baseball through the back window of... Yeah. Uh, whose car is it? Yes, I, I do. Yes. Uh, is <laughs> it Lucas Black's car? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, Lucas Black. It's like sucks, early on in the but, movie, yeah. but he said that originally they had a much bigger glass shattering sound for that, and he changed it out because like he saw the size of the hole that the baseball made, and he was like, "Oh, that's oh. over the top. Shouldn't have done that." And then he mm. said he still like when he watches that scene back now, he's always like, "Oh man, I should have put that bigger glass shattering sound in. It would have been so much better and more dramatic, and it would have been like it would have just hit better." So, oh man, I liked that a lot. 
When, yeah, you, when you have a super awesome. specialized job, you ruin movies for yourself in a very particular way. Oh my god, yeah. I had no idea. Also, did you know that the sound of Indy hitting the wall uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark in the in the beginning when he swings on that vine and runs into the wall? Uh-huh. That's the sound of somebody biting into an apple. What? What? Ah, I love Foley. Yeah, Foley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's anyway. so good. Just people chopping cabbages and breaking pasta it's all day lo- long. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of being really brutal to vegetables. It's yeah. so yeah. good. Fuck them. I just, <laughs> ugh, so much fun. Yeah. Anyway. So that the ancient cool. future. Oh, oh God. Oh, by the way, this this Tanya has been a fucking champion this week, but I don't uh, want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, she's been working insane balls. Uh, she has a critical research failure for the second I read half of the book. Most of it. Oh, that's, yeah. that's not even true. <laughs> I read the first half of it. Oh, I wish we'd found that out uh, on while recording, but that that is totally okay. fine. Well, you can. <laughs> you can well, find it out again. I mean, it becomes three different books in the second oh, half. There's too, so, so many different books in this book. Well, so this I is, this is mind boggling. Yeah. yeah, I gave up when she drank the miscarriage potion, just to give oh. you a sense of where oh. I crapped out. Well, you- <laughs> Again, oh my I- gosh, I'm really excited for you to find out what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have some hunches, but you, you missed a lot yeah. of her just kind of casually hanging out in modern times for a while. Oh God. Mm. It's just so much modern times. I was leaving work. It was 11 p.m. and I just couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I had to turn it off. It was your sixth straight 12-hour day. Mm, Try 16-hour day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Oh, my god. I'm sorry. This would have ruined that. Don't. don't. (laughs) This would have ruined that. Like this would have taken away the fun of of your 12-hour day. (laughs) (laughs) You want to keep that feeling. Just want to keep the high going as long as after an 8-hour day. I want to slam an audio book, but after a 16-hour our day. <laughs> Only ancient future will do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sarah Hathaway, we made you read The Ancient Future by Tracy Harding, the first book in the only series ever written about a time-traveling saxophonist, I assume. <laughs> uh, we yeah. start in every show by saying at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it a compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for this book? Well, funny that you should mention the saxophone because yes. my biggest compliment is that it's never not funny that she has a saxophone. <laughs> She's just so carrying, true. like, going on a country walk, got my saxophone. Oh, and man, everyone does is she like, have her saxophone? That be the most beautiful sound my ears hath ever beheld. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sound must be terrible in the past. Yes. I she has an alto saxophone in ancient Britain, and people lose their goddamn minds over it. Yeah. They be swinging some hard blues. Listen, there's only so many places a mandolin can take you, and at a certain point, Man. you're ready to be transported by a saxophone. I, I love the saxophone. I'm going to just piggyback off that, because my comment was for the saxophone work as well. <laughs> it's a great instrument underutilized in orchestras. It is one of the dorkiest of instruments in a, a, a world of dorky instruments. Um, so I was doing a lot of, I was doing some reading about it uh, and I'm going to give you some sax facts. Is that oh, cool? Yeah. God. Sure. Uh, I'm so glad. Okay. So the tenor is the best sounding one by far. If you've listened to them, the baritone is the funniest, but the contrabass <laughs> is it's the, the lowest. most amazing. It is six foot four in- instrument. And oh my God. Uh, it is usually requires the assistance of other people to play. Um, it's designed as a dare. <laughs> it's a group instrument, you guys. When he, when when Adolf Sachs uh, originally invented this instrument, which by the way Stop named after it. himself, which I like. Um, yeah, Adolf Sachs, you rye bastard. <laughs> 
I mean, I, the only thing that would be better is if he was the Earl of Saxophone. But yes. the uh, he he was like, I have this new idea for an instrument. It's like a it's a woodwind made out of brass, and I have designed forty two different ones. Um, <laughs> so like we we think of like there's there's not that many. It was like a dozen maybe different sizes, including uh, even below the contrabass, which was never actually invented, which was supposed to be like seven foot something. Um, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> the giant. To what end, sax? <laughs> And yeah, could you even teeny tiny ones? Um, there's only like the reed is a foot thick, and you need to play it with your arm. <laughs> <laughs> you just shove it down your throat. Like what? <laughs> there's only maybe ten contrabasses around in the world right now, and there was this group uh, it called the Nuclear Whales Saxophone Orchestra, which if okay. you haven't had time to watch a little bit of, are really fun. They do goofy shit like limboing while playing the bass sax. Aww. They are the dorkiest. Uh, and you think, because we think of sort of instruments as being like, these are the instruments that we have. But there was this period of innovation after the saxophone patent expired. And everybody was inventing saxophones like mad. There's a slide saxophone. Oh, I oh, believe no. that. Which is amazing. Because it doesn't look like a trombone. It looks like a slide whistle. <laughs> um, uh, there's a saxophone where instead of keys, it's just the whole front end is open. And there's a, a strip of leather. And you just push it down in a different place. To make it oh. different lengths, um, the little tiny <laughs> one, the like contranissimo, contramissimo, something like that. Anyway, which is like eight inches long. They also have a five-inch curved version. Oh, good um, that you wear as a mustache, but then also play like a saxophone. <laughs> yeah, like the tiniest little saxophone. Good day. <laughs> I could talk, <laughs> talk about saxophones for a very long time. <laughs> the sax cast Free- just got sax started. Facts. Frequently, gold's plated on the inside because it sounds really good. Mm, gold sounds the best, but obviously. inside, not on the outside, where it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, much. I know. Mm. I like that. But no, it's my matters. lungs. Gold are always matters. Gold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only gold for these ears. I think I should move on. But those are one, one of many things that I've learned about saxophones that I really enjoy. Uh, alto, I think, is like the dorky one, but it's also the like most carryable. The contrabass, by no, the way, the soprano is much more portable. Well, that's true, but no one likes that. Yeah. One. Yeah, no, it, it has it has a stigma named Kenny G. <laughs> I know it's too bad, really. Yeah, um, the, uh, the the contrabass was originally manufactured for the military as a marching instrument. Did I mention that six foot four inch marching instrument? Yeah. Listen, we were stronger then. <laughs> no, it turns out we never used it because even the army orchestra was like, "We can't carry this. <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous." Uh, anyway, I've all seen right. battle. All right, <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, Chris, why don't you go next? What's your uh, major compliment, sax or not related to... Oh, mine's not related to saxophones that much, actually. So our main character, her name is Tori, Mm -hmm. and if she has one defining characteristic for me, it's that she takes things really well in stride. Yeah, Uh, she she has some time travel, time travel, nothing. She's just like stone cold. Uh, making a baby, having a miscarriage, making another baby, a lot of other people who are other people, magic, teleportation, evil magic, elemental magic, all this stuff. She's just like, yep, so I did that. That's cool. And Born like a strong constitution, that one. Absolutely. So, I, I, you know, some might see this as weak writing, but I choose to <laughs> say it, <laughs> see it as, uh, you know, she's kind of a badass. I faint when somebody says blood. I just can't imagine yeah. it going through. Like, she she has some real intenseness. Yes. Is a way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Others might say intensity. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those people have gold-plated saxophones. Yeah, I'm not living in a gold-plated saxophone life. Uh, <laughs> Tanya, what's your major compliment f- for Ancient Future? 
Uh, so when they're originally doing the the roll call and Prince Margaret, <laughs> I Chris and I were discussing this, and like I just started renaming characters. Oh sure, yeah, so, yeah. So like Prince. Mar- I've I've literally heard his name dozens of times and I still couldn't tell you like Marglin Merlin <laughs> Merlin Mer- someone's else yeah it's Merwin yeah it's Merwin Merwin yeah yeah Margwin? it's Mark it rolls Mar- off the tongue yeah not at all but they say it like Mal Malguin Malguin because it's you know Welsh so it's got like five different consonants you know. that you do not say yeah. Prince Mowgli. <laughs> Yeah, Mowgli. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good old Mowgli. Uh, so he's introducing his crew oh, to, to Tori on the oh, first God. evening. And he's like going down the line. He's like, here's the and one that hates you. And yeah, here's Brockwell. Here's the, here's the horny one. And here's the like short one with the high voice. That here's the old one. Some food or whatever. Yeah. And then he gets to, he's like, here's my watchman, Servan. And Servan <laughs> goes... Never sleep. <laughs> Servon <laughs> never sleeps. And like this is never commented never upon. Sleep. Like Servon takes it upon himself to have a catchphrase in sixth century Britain. <laughs> and like nobody acknowledges it. He's just like, yeah, that's what he always says. That's his catchphrase. That's I, his deal. I would and then he never be... comes back. And he never comes back. None of, None of these dudes ever come back. It turns out not sleeping is very dangerous. And yet, like, we have to learn that they all have, like, piercing blue eyes, but they're never, like, they never show up again. Except for Servan, who's constantly nodding and shaking off. Yeah, whose eyes are just nothing but bloodshot at this point, (laughs) because he's really following his own maxim. Never sleep. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back. Do you read it and weep? We're a good podcast, mostly about bad books and movies and TV selected by our listeners. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. I've just traveled to the 6th century, and my biggest problem isn't the conquering hordes. It's how not to sleep with the prince until we get married in 12 days. What will I do? <laughs> Boy, is my not sleeping with the prince tired. Yeah. Uh, did she? She announced really early on that she was uh, waiting till marriage with him in a yeah. way that was like. So she wouldn't get hung. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was because she was like, let me sass you with my 20th century sass knowledge of sexual freedom. And she like reads them this passage from her book that's like, loose ladies be hung. <laughs> Yeah. But she kind of did it as like a weird come on. I don't know, guys. I Okay, so Tanya, you didn't finish reading the whole book. I read the whole book, and I feel like you might know more about it than me. Really? Already. It just feels like my grasp on this is the loosest. (laughs) I mean, mean, there's nothing to grasp. Yeah, you kind of have to let it envelop you. That's what it did. It it enveloped like two weeks of my life. Um... (laughs) The, it really the, gets in there. One of the best feelings on the show is after we finish an audiobook because, like, I haven't been able to listen to podcasts for like ten days, and I can be like, "Oh, things I like come back, take over." Also, there's in. always like a, a rich backlog. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. I always enjoy. Just the best ones. Yeah. yeah, like all my favorite shows have several episodes apiece. Yeah. Also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Smith. I pull out my saxophone from its case and play a short and sultry tune that's sure to charm the prince. Such mellow notes we have never seen. <laughs> I 
short and sultry what? tune, you guys. Short <laughs> and sultry <laughs> tune. <laughs> what is that? Is it the theme to like LA Law? Like what is it? <laughs> That'd be great if you're just like playing Law and Order, like TV themes, like Mash. <laughs> you know, they, you they could really blow. Be, you'd really impress them. Yeah. You really blow everyone's mind. Yeah. Just by blowing that sex. All right. And also joining us this week, a very special guest at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Los Angeles, California. It is the completely married Sarah Hathaway. Hello. I'm your love interest who looks exactly like an immediate family member. That's weird. Why is this keep Nothing happening? to say here. Hello. I'm another love interest who looks exactly like a different family member. <laughs> it happens more than once, Hello. Guys. I am a love interest who looks exactly like your husband. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Who was also at one point an immediate family member. <laughs> Samesies. Oh, 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 this episode. This is number three fifty nine of the show. Boom. We've now done as many episodes as the place where dinosaurs are in the virtual reality game Island three fifty nine. What? The new what? game about an island covered in dinosaurs and a mercenary brought to the island to shoot as many of them as you can. Okay, oh, I'm back neat. in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll get my things. Uh, why do you kill them? Apparently, no reason. It's just a VR game that's like, look, we've discovered this island of ancient creatures. Kaplow, kaplow. <laughs> I'm on it. Um, <laughs> VR isn't very good, I guess is my point. Definitely so, forgot that was your gun noise. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, was, I was doing finger guns so you would know. Sure. There it is. But they're, they're quiet. Listen. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of worlds without sufficient explanation for my taste, this week we're talking about the ancient future book one, The Dark Ages, by Tracy Harding. This is sponsored by Rhiannon. We have one anon. Isn't it Rhiannon? Again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the song. Yeah, that's Rhiannon. what she said. Yeah. Which, uh, that is what Rhiannon told me. And I don't, I don't play that. I don't subscribe to that theory. I do. Um... <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, I I also am a fan. I just think that we pronounce mispronounce names a lot, and it's part of the fun. Um, so Rhiannon says this. I read this when I was a teenager, and uh, so I have, had to love it, even though I acknowledge that it sounds insane whenever I try to explain it to anybody. It's just so silly and so much fun. Uh, oh, and dear. we sort of agree. Um, it is silly. Oh, it, there's, there's a lot of good bad, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little guilty. But there's a we, lot of it. We forced this into Dinos and Detective Month because it has ancient in the title and there are no dinos or detectives. In fact, it's mostly about fairies and people who don't question anything. So basically the opposite of Dinos and Detectives. <laughs> as much as such a thing as possible. Also, uh, there was one dragon, so I guess that's good enough. Yeah, there you go. Scaly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for sponsoring me on. I've, uh, yeah. Rhiannon is one of our... Uh, uh, recurring Twitter hangout. Like, we, we hang out with her on Twitter a lot, and she's super fun. And uh, I'm so glad we have to do this for you. I hope it is all that you expected. If you want to uh, force us to read something that you read in high school and thought was silly and fun and may or may not have dinosaurs in it, go to readdashweave.com, sign, on, on, sign up on the mailing list, and coming up after the Rocktober, we'll have time for some more sponsored episodes. Chris, yeah, it's your turn. I'd like you to summarize as our resident summarizer in the style of a Merlin. The Merlin? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's more a of a Merlin? job title than a, a yeah, person's name Yeah, it seems to be a job title. Someone can be Is the your Merlin. name secretly Marvin? 
Or Dad? Or it's, it's Merwin the Merlin. Or Marglin? Is Marglin? It's Marvin Marglin the, the Marflin. <laughs> yeah. And your pet Mer- Marlin. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. The ancient future. Tori Alexander is a blonde Australian 20-something who is an expert in ancient British history and knows ancient Welsh, and she also is very good at Taekwondo, and she plays the saxophone pretty well. So, you know, just a normal girl. (laughs) And she has a dead brother, Brian, who died from a Taekwondo accident. And Uh she's walking through the British countryside. Don't be sad. He comes back to life later. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. Like, multiple times. Yeah. The soul is immortal and keeps coming back. Uh, so uh, she finds an ancient Celtic uh, stone circle that just happens to be in Britain somewhere. Britain, by the way, here means Wales. Britain, Wales used to be called Britain. Uh, anyway, uh, and so she goes in, and a white light surrounds her and takes her back to the past. Her car is gone. The road is gone. The power lines are gone. She is in the year 519. And there are knights and, and armor, and she's everybody's speaking old Welsh, which luckily she speaks. Uh, and, and so she meets some knights, and there's the knight Brockwell, and he's a dark-haired man who looks and acts exactly like her dead brother Brian. And there's also uh, a prince guy named except, Margwin. Except he's always uh, trying to fuck. Oh, yeah. But Brian's actually always trying to fuck, too. Well, but her specifically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which sure. Brian does less of. <laughs> Corpse yeah. Brian is always trying to fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a book I need to read. Once Brian comes no, that's back not to life true. later, I don't read Tanya. That yeah. So there's this prince named Margwin, and she uh, she gets some begrudging respect after uh, beating Brockwell at Taekwondo skills. And yeah. uh, they were she like, shows. She was like, hey, let's fight. Take off all of your armor and put down all of your weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, um, they were like, all right, witch, let's try that. Sure. Yeah, and she shows them technology from 1993, and that's cool. And, not uh, at all worried about revealing that she's from the future. Yeah, not yes. at all. Zero concerns. Yeah, again, taking everything in stride. So, uh, Tori, so of the first two out of two people she meets, meets in ancient Wales, Brockwell is the reincarnation of her dead brother, and Margwin is her forever love. And so uh, Tori, is, she also happens to be the reincarnation of somebody called Shoka, who's a goddess, queen, magic lady. And, you know, so she, like, teaches them about technology and, and uh, high fives and thumbs up and uh, crackerjack feminism. She and, and of teaches course... them high fives. That's the important <laughs> yeah. thing. And she teaches them taekwondo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Prince Margwin's starting to have feelings for Tori, but he's already betrothed to this bitch princess. Ooh. And <laughs> spurning the princess causes a pretty big fight later when the shitty other side of Margwin's family and this whole other kingdom tries to take over and they're aided by black sorcery and this evil witch and stuff but the good guys win out aided by a real dragon named Rufus and uh, <laughs> and, Mer- and Merlin yes that Merlin the same Merlin who gives them magical items like a invisible cloak and a magic sword and, and while and, they're fighting the war he also has like uh, like a drone Oh yeah, no. Unit. He's got he's got pocket satellites that like drone around, and he can see everything. And and yet he's like, <laughs> I'm not sure if we'll win this war. You still have to go out there, and you might die. Yeah. So just real quick, doesn't this sound like one complete book, beginning, <laughs> middle, and end? Okay. So well, and oh here's here's the ending of the first book: is Margwin's dad, the king, dies, so he becomes the king, and he and Tor get married, and she becomes this like revered war goddess queen lady because you know girls back then didn't do taekwondo. 
So uh, Merlin gives her the wedding dresses and the wedding night dresses because he's a pervy old man. Yeah, no, he knows what margarine likes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Prince margarine. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's, It's hydrogenated oil. But she, yeah, so that's like the end of the first book is, right? She becomes like queen. She saves the day. Hooray. Second book. She's still in the past. And she decides to start a taekwondo school. And right, isn't that the second book, Sarah? Or because uh, there, there's a what? middle, there's a middle bit. Oh, man. I think that yeah, the, the middle book... bit is her teaching everyone taekwondo, but really she's like matchmaking everyone yeah, in the kingdom. There's like an hour where she's just matchmaking and like uh, getting getting together. You know, people. She's been here like a week. Yeah, she's a meddler. like a year, almost yeah. a year at that yeah. point. But Brockwell gets together with a girl, and other people pair off, and, and Tori and uh, Marjorie make a baby. Uh, but the bad guys who are still around, they skulked off after the big fight with the dragon and stuff. Uh, they poison her and cause a miscarriage. And Merlin saves her with fucking immortality potion. So yeah. now she's immortal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which so does come in handy later when she gets stabbed. Oh, my God. So it was, it was like, And drowned. Yeah, and it drowned. was really helpful. Oh, yeah, the drowning. All of it. Yeah, she drowns so herself she, trying to find like yeah. a helmet. Oh, she finds that yeah. helmet, but yeah. she she can't live in the sixth century forever without saying goodbye to her family. So even though they all are reincarnated and and are spiritually there, apparently, but um, so they yeah, they so, decide. Okay, so this is important, I think. So yeah. your soul lives forever if you're one of these five hot people. Yes, and but you don't remember your other lives except occasionally you do. Yeah, occasionally you have a little psychic dream where you remember a past life. Yeah. Yeah, so she has to go back uh, to the back to the future, back to 1993. Uh, Margwin comes with because she wants to introduce him to her dad and her mom. Because she and, thinks that'll be super charming, having a fifth century king walking around. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: she's been walking around sixth century Wales, teaching taekwondo and feminism, inventing the game of chess, high fives, and all this other technology, basically. And then she's going to go to the future with those changes. Some so when she goes back to the future, of time travel is like, let's try not to mess up anything important. And she's like, what if different people won wars? Yeah. What if different people won wars and, like, Britain has always treasure- treasured its old, like, culture and has always done taekwondo? Yeah, right. Yeah. What if, what if white the, people yep. invented taekwondo? That's really what this earth needs. Finally. The yeah. white people get something. Yeah. Oh, boy. I've been oh, waiting. Cute. Waiting. <laughs> when, <laughs> when will they be able to so claim goes, an invention yeah. for their own? So she goes back to the, to the future, and you know what? It's a little less polluted, and it's a little nicer. And, and her brother is alive. Her brother's alive. But Most her parents are divorced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, she goes and she's introducing him. Turns out, evil witch who poisoned her and all that has followed them to 1993. Um, So she's like a lingering threat. But But ignore it for a while. Like 200 pages of just hanging out in the 93. (laughs) Hanging out. Well, here's the thing: Tori and Margarine make another baby in the future, and so, but she wants to deliver it. You know, then, but it's due right on the summer solstice when they're supposed to go back to the past. And the window's closing, so Margarine goes back to the past while she's in labor. And so Weird she's choice, stuck dude. in the future with also, a baby. for reasons and her hus- that are not known, if you go to the future for a year, it lasts an hour in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was only gone was like, like an hour. Oh, two hours in the past? That's a long time, bro. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what Servan is doing? He can't not sleep forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, and just as, you know, so, but the evil witch is still there, so they thwart her, her modern people that she uh, helps talk about time travel and magic with, 
uh, using uh, the elements and some magic items, but mostly love and positivity and saxophone music <laughs> is yeah, no, how wait, they beat wait, the witch. Wait, 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 the saxophone wait. makes a strong return after several hours <laughs> yes. missing from the audio. <laughs> like, <laughs> super strong. Yeah, you gotta play an E flat, a G, an F, and whatever in a certain order, and it summons oh, Pan, whose I energy screamed. is like positive and helps. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I should have stayed up all loud. night. Like, they, there's a part where he's like, Tori, grab your saxophone. I'm like, yeah, Tori! And she's like, it's Go time to be a fucking sex. gunslinger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never sleep, Tori. <laughs> Tori, finally, get that reed all saturated with your saliva. We've got to do this <laughs> We've thing. got a job to do. <laughs> Somehow they skip over the two minutes of her just going... on that read yeah and so then at the end of the book she goes back to the past with her baby and she's just gonna live in the year 590 whatever forever the end probably 520 something it was was 519 when she got no it was 590 oh i thought 591 or something it was 590 and an hour yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sorry. It was five nineteen. You're right. You're it's, right. You're it's right. like, she, yeah. She, so it's it's like a a year after she first arrived in the past. But yeah. she's yeah. immortal now, and her husband is not, and that's going to be totally a fight. Yeah. Although she can learn to change her appearance to make it appear like she's aging. That's right. so jacked. Yeah, and also her husband is also in um, the twentieth century as this older professor guy who she also falls in love with. So it's okay. She has like side pieces everywhere. <laughs> She's yeah. but they're all the same options. guy. And, yeah. And, oh man. This is like it's like body cheating but not soul cheating. Yeah, it's sort of like Cloud Atlas where the same actors yes. keep cropping mm-hmm. up. It's like multiplicity. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exactly like multiplicity. Where everybody is stupider copies of Michael Keaton? Yes. Never uh, sleep. <laughs> Good party. <laughs> Uh, I do. I think of all the stories, though. I like the one where she goes and has sex with Tom Hanks uh, on an island. Yeah, and they have the the they bone bone. It's really oh fun. god, they bone bone so much. That's the truth. Truth. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So let's say hypothetically, you guys did not think this was entirely fun and silly. Let's say uh, a huh. version of your soul had to come up with things that they hated about this book. Uh, this might be the time to reveal it in our in our hate segment. So um, let's start with this. You know, time travel is such an important thing to uh, Chris and I, at least. Uh, ladies, I'm not sure your feelings. Uh, hmm. What do you... Let's say if we were doing, like, things that are not great about time travel in this book. Let's start there. I just feel like the moment that you are in another time that is in the past, you should basically be operating on like, I shouldn't sit on that fish. Like you should not be touching anything. You should not be telling anyone anything. Like there should not be any, like shouldn't be sitting in ponds. Don't show anyone a (laughs) disc man. Like, yeah. 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 Don't play the Metallica. No, no. Cause you're just, you're just jacking up all sorts of crazy stuff later. Yeah. Did y'all see a kid in King Arthur's court back in the day? Yes, I did. So where he gets them to invent a bike and also catch up. And mm-hmm. also like chewing gum, but they keep trying to swallow it. Yeah, you Although, don't you don't swallow it. Honestly, I do think that Tori's on to something with this whole like women are people too. Like, I yeah, of, no, like, of all good. the stuff you're gonna jack around yeah. with, I think perceptions of gender and like race in a different way is probably the thing to mess around okay. with the most. Okay, okay, but and I, I'm not I'm, I'm saying absolutely that is that is true. Chris and right coming and good. with a strong position that maybe Chris. they're not people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying. 
where was any sort of opposition to, to a like this is a major cultural thing and like she's proposing like upending some pretty entrenched ideas and yet nobody's like uh, everyone's like oh good point I hadn't thought of it that way I'm completely going to change how I think about everything and how I rule a kingdom and how I do everything else and I'm saying it's a positive change but it just wasn't like believable that all of a sudden the reason why women weren't treated as people is that a an Australian woman had never suggested that you know maybe that yeah might everyone be was the just case. waiting for this this lady to come save them by telling them that it could be otherwise yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying this makes sense. I'm just saying, like, if you happen to be a magical blonde Australian woman whose word is, like, you know, immediately believed because she's, I believe, referred to at one point as a triple goddess. Which, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's all even... the goddesses. <laughs> she's, you know, like Sorry. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah. She's just got it all. She's got it all, guys. But well, I'm just saying, if you're not a quadruple for whatever... goddess, don't. There's well, still that. Listen, quintuple goddess. No one's even talking about that yet. Yeah, but I'm just saying, part like, of if her you wedding is becoming this, like, a goddess. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, Sarah, as a fellow married woman, I think you know that's part of the deal. Oh, it's true. It happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I totally agree crazy. with all of that. I think. Uh, I, yeah, my my first inclination is you treat the past like a crime scene. Just like, don't touch anything without gloves. Just be very yeah. careful. Nothing moves. Keep it exactly the way it was. Um, yeah. And if but you, luckily, Merlin's Radio Shack is just around the corner. So if your disc <laughs> man runs out of batteries, okay. you can just... <laughs> that is my biggest complaint about the way the technology is portrayed in this book. Because everybody knows that you have like one day of sweet kicking tunes from your tape deck before that thing starts sounding like molasses and then dies. And then you got to go to your battery slash shower depot. Uh, yeah you hang out in to feel modern again mm-hmm. yeah shower yourself with batteries Wait. and tampons yeah oh and her specific brand of tampons yep yeah uh, which is yeah. retaliation be everywhere even inside your vagina yeah. uh, <laughs> it's you i mean he could have worked in the cabinet he doesn't have to check there but oh yeah. well he, was well, also he already an knew that because he's her yeah oh right mm-hmm. she yeah. boned merlin at one in one life yeah, uh, he, he's her, her former her lover. Sensei. Yeah, I guess maybe that's another thing we should touch on is just this theory of like, don't worry, everyone's everyone to everyone at all times. Yeah, what? Because Brian Brockwell has has alternately been they have been lovers, mother, son, and brother, sister. Uh, the souls are lives. souls, man. Yeah, souls that, are souls, souls and are love souls. is love is love is love. A hole's a hole. Toll's a toll. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I, that's the thing I'm the most against. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's treated alternately as something that really matters in terms of like being monogamous and something that doesn't really matter at like different oh, yeah. times. No one ever brings up the Uki factor except Tori once tells Brockwell, I can't be attracted to you because you're my brother. But then they also make out right after that. So yeah. it doesn't seem to really matter. Yeah. And then. But there's Marjorie's a griffin that threatens her. to steal children if anybody cheats on each other. <laughs> you know, there's, oh that, my God. there's that relationship I... justice griffin that Chris told me about. <laughs> I forgot Monogamy about griffin. I, yeah, I literally did not remember there was a griffin. Monogamy griffin's really interested in you keeping your promise. <laughs> or it'll steal your children? And cl- <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
Oh, I for- completely forgot about monogamy. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, listeners, this book is nutballs. It's so I'm like crazy. sobbing. I forgot about the. <laughs> Oh no, it's another check-in from Monogamy Griffin. Uh, oh my god. Monogamy Griffin uh, values the letter of the law, not just the spirit. Uh, yeah. No emotional cheating. Yeah. I just it's so weird because when this book first started, I was like, you know what? I think I'm kinda into Tori. Like, I think she's pretty cool. Yeah. She just like knows a lot of stuff and like yeah, even she's like an empowered her lady. setup in life sounds pretty incredible. Like her parents are both like really good at stuff and like wealthy and they're just like, ah, don't stress yourself out with working. Just like wander the countryside and, and study. Like, yeah. Neat. Yeah. I, like yeah. just keep studying. Yeah. Never stop studying. Like I was like, whoa, this sounds great. She and then so mm-hmm. quickly things. Turned. I thought she was so cool so at the much. beginning oh, and then God. she did. She kind of did like a Stephanie Meyer vampire thing. She got too cool. Yeah. At one point where she was yeah. like, oh, she is a, a world-renowned, brilliant musician. She is a historical scholar that remembers kings to the day um, and everything they accomplished. She yeah. is the champion fighter of all time. Yep. She's incredibly beautiful. She is a perfect matchmaker. She has... And then there's one point where it's like, she had the most beautiful penmanship. And I was like, all right, I'm off this bus. Yeah, <laughs> the penmanship, the penmanship was one was, step too yep, far. That was listen. That was the she shop. got Mary sued pretty hard in this. She book. did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is but, interesting for something that purported, like I think, did in its you know it, it was trying to be feminist. Yeah, like, it set up a lot of straw men in order to accomplish that. Like a lot, a lot of kind of unfortunate sexual violence was set up to like reinforce that. Sure, um, yeah, but, or that marriage that was depicted as a woman getting punched. And she's yeah. like, "Hey, maybe, maybe come with me instead." Yeah. Hey, yeah. I think you'll be join my cast of characters. Yeah. 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 This is like a running theme for stuff that we end up reading on this show, and presumably the rest of the world too. But it's it's just such a common like, let's make this easy straw man here. So yeah, exactly. Sexual. But I mean, it, it was trying. It was trying. Yeah. yeah. There was that turn. It was like maybe when she went back to modern times, then we had that oh, like God. doofus professor. Who was like drooling all over her? Who kept being like, "Wow, she's the perfect woman." Wow, yeah. she's my perfect woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did oh, a little like, manic ugh. pixie dream girl with her, where he was like, yeah. "I'm such a boring professor. If only I had this woman who speaks in riddles and likes to swim naked to wake me out of my stupor." Yeah, yeah. like also, she's always undressing and bathing in front of me, <laughs> yeah. but like I can't touch her. It's so perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, this isn't a time travel hate, but like, guys. Taekwondo is cool and all, but is that really like it doesn't scale well to like huge warfare, right? Yeah, yeah I was a little concerned about that as well. Like um, just because you've you've done a kata doesn't mean that like this six foot eight guy charging at you with a broadsword isn't gonna yeah. do some damage. Yeah, they're like, let's stop training with broadswords and armor. I think we should focus on punching bricks. Yeah, which I'm, I mean, well played and like good for yeah, you and, if, and bad and for the bricks. If but a series of planks of wood attack your castle, you will be ready. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Yeah, that do, in terms of like people are on horses wearing armor yeah. with swords and yeah. clubs and clubs and like you besting Brockwell is contingent on him hopping off his horse, taking all his armor off and setting down every weapon and then being like, aha, and so giving like, you five minutes to tape your hands in the way you like to tape your hands before. Yeah. Competition. Right. Uh, you have to you have to meditate first in the field of battle. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you know. that's that's questionable. Granted. I was also a little annoyed at uh, 
not annoyed, I guess. I think it's just really good fortune for her since you're going to live in every time period. It's sure. good that you're hot. It's good oh, that yeah. everybody who reincarnates is always the hottest version of themselves in every life. Mm-hmm. Even like the old boring professor is like, well, but when he takes his glasses off and shakes out his hair, he's super hot. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah he yeah. undoes another button on his shirt. Ba-boom. Yeah. Ugh. You're so beautiful I, yeah, like no. my mother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that cousin. was. Sh- she was straight up Marjorie's mom. Yep. Yeah, but also uh, Marjorie's uh, forever love. Yeah, but also his mom. His forever like, love mommy. <laughs> that was how she was introduced, as he was like, he felt inclined to listen to her because she looked like his dead mom. Yep. Yeah. 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 And he Who was, was like, the most beautiful? He was like, I was mm-hmm. trying to, I was, my friend's mom is really cool. And then monogamy Griffin showed up. <laughs> also, I think it's convenient that she's in a version of the past where everybody bathes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, that nice. That's not a thing they believed in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, she can understand time traveler taught them all to bathe also. This is an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. I forgot. Also, the language in the book is weird because it's basically just common American English, but with, with these, these. And these. And she's, oh, that was so funny because <laughs> oh, she kept saying, God. like, we switched into a tongue he wouldn't understand. So, what do you think V is up to over there? I don't know what if you will <laughs> notice that we're talking about them. We be talking about V. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it didn't, over use, on him. it didn't use, like, the language correctly i got no. that it was like a stylistic choice to do it but the the way that she was tossing in those words i was like oh boy and then i looked at like the time counter on the audiobook and it was like oh boy <laughs> like, a full day of this left it me. does it reads like a find and replace essentially yeah it yeah. does yeah Oof. well you gotta imagine because she was speaking in welsh and then it was just like google translated that into these yeah, there weren't any idioms. There weren't any anything. It's like, hey, high five, brah. Oh. And like... Yeah. yeah. Also, like, is that really the perfect version of your soul in 1993? Ugh. Just I don't know. I, high five and everybody. Okay, I love high fives. No, high fives Listen, are great. this is a book that had I had any focus when I was like 14 years old, I totally would have written. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going back to those times sure is romantic. If none of the problems exist. Yeah, if you, if, I mean, being married to the king really does help keep everything fun. Well, and really, I guess that's the other thing about like being dropped into the past is like, of course, the first thing you do is like run into a pack of dudes that are all like in the like utmost circle of power and are like, you know, weirdly into listening to you for whatever reason. And are like, 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 you know, in the 10th percentile of rapiness. So you can, you know, avoid that. Like super open to reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I find that she, she drops into the past and right in front of a hot guy who's single on the market and is really interested in whatever's in your backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, hey, no. Show hey, me more hey, of your magic. What what you got there? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not terrified at all, by the way. Like yeah. not like oh. the normal yeah. human reaction no to things like scared. we rioted when we first heard Rite of Spring, but we You're can right. totally <laughs> handle a disc man in the fifth century. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Hey, losers. Welcome back to Hockey Talkie, the mini podcast on the Sesame Network about one of Earth's top five iced base games. Hockey Talkie is brought to you by readdashweep.com slash Amazon. 
Go to that address whenever you buy stuff online, and a percentage of your purchase supports this show. As you all know, Hockey Talkie is the show where we focus on the latest ice hockey news, despite the fact that none of us knows or cares about hockey. I'll read you guys a story, and we'll get your expert feedback from the panel. Does that sound good? Sounds great. All right. Uh, story number one this week. Rumors have been swirling about teams adding sponsors to their jerseys starting in the 2017-2018 season of the NHL when Adidas is taking over the uniform contract. USA forward Blake, USA forward Blake Wheeler has been an outspoken opponent of the ads on jerseys, calling the hockey sweater sacred and saying it was an honor to wear one. How do you guys feel about adding advertisements to hockey sweaters? I'm for Great. it, Alex. Yeah, uh, I, I'm for it. And, and here's the thing is this hasn't been a problem for soccer, right? Soccer has completely uh, or, you know, they have ads all over the place and yeah. everybody's it's still the world's most popular sport and everybody still loves it. Everybody still knows who their team is. It's not as though you need a big logo just to know, is that my home team? You know your home team. You know well, who you're Well, but I hate, like, when I'm, like, I, I don't want to wear a jersey that says Fly Emirate, Emirates or whatever. I'd like to know the, have the team name on my jersey. Yeah. Also, you got to remember, those are soccer jerseys. These are hockey sweaters. That's true. It's bigger, which means even more surface area for those big, expensive ads. Sarah, it sounds like you're into the idea. Why do you like it? I am in favor of anything that brings more color and visual flair to an outfit. <laughs> more patches. That's a strong stance. Tanya, how do you feel about it? Uh, I'll be the downer here and just say, yeah, they should be able to make money off of placing these logos on their jerseys. But let's take that money and help pay for all the stuff that's going to go wrong when their heads are <laughs> you know, super messed up. And they start doing weird shit to their families and the people close to them. Thanks for keeping it light, Tanya. In story I number know. two... <laughs> <laughs> uh, super good point uh, more uniform news uh, new NHL rules for the upcoming season require slimmer pants on goalkeepers did you guys see this Ooh. story I'm for it goalies are going to be wearing sli- uh, basically the skinny jean equivalent of uh, pants because several players have been trying to take advantage by wearing baggy pants that might try to and using the extra bit of fabric to maybe save an important goal uh, Apparently, also another trick goalies won't have this season, uh, leaving the laces on the front of the pants untied to make it have more surface area because the new pants won't have laces. Here's the thing about the pants, Alex, Mm -hmm. is slimmer fit may be a more flattering cut. And, you know, for many of the people on each end of the the rink, you know, just uh, looking at the goalie's butt is half of the game. So that's great. Except the goalie. That's my whole game, Chris. I I know, Tanya. God, do I know. Uh, But... (laughs) You know, the thing is, uh, slimmer pants is also less padding. So I wonder if the uh, goalkeepers union is at all concerned about more nasty bruises on the upper thigh meat. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, certainly the uh, goalkeepers union uh, would have opposed this change to some degree. So it's interesting that they're going to let it through at this point. Yep. Two birds, one stone. What if those bruises could be in the shapes of logos? <laughs> uh, Sarah, you're, you sounded excited. You're into skinny jeans on goalkeepers? Show me the butt. <laughs> all right uh, story number three uh no freeloaders the nhl dropped a hammer on freeloaders this week trying to watch the game without paying for tickets i'm talking of course about babies clifford anderson and shalene meaty paid 800 for two heritage classic tickets to see the oh. winnipeg jets and the edmonton oilers play outdoors but when they asked if they could bring their six-month-old baby the nhl told them they'd have to buy another seat at 400 for the little one who can't sit up on his own so, what? You, do you guys think finally there's some real justice for uh, those those freeloaders trying to take advantage? Or do you think maybe the NHL was a little too harsh on this six-month-old? 
Too harsh. But I don't have a lot to say about that other than just like, that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't be yeah. mean. I don't know, but maybe not harsh enough because babies are people too, you know? You need to be charged like them. I, you know, a lot of the time uh, kid t- tickets are discounted because you don't think they're going to get, you know, $400 worth of enjoyment out of a hockey game, but neither am I. And so it feels like I should be able to get a discounted ticket. <laughs> and even though Good I am point. able to sit up on my own, I'd prefer not to. There you go. So I'd like a discounted lap ticket for me. <laughs> yeah, just sit in a lap. There you go, Alex. I'd bring my own lap. It wouldn't be a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Although if there was a way that I could Airbnb a ticket for my own lap at a hockey game, try to make some of that money back, I'd do that. <laughs> there you go. But you don't know where that lap's been. Well, no, like, it's his lap having people my sit lap. on Oh, you're going to have people it. sit on you. Yeah, oh, it's valuable real estate. where your lap has been. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty aware of most of the places my lap has been. Uh, but I charge a cleaning fee, so it'll be in good shape when you get there. <laughs> uh, all right, Steam clean. And now it's time for our power play question of the day. The power N- play. The NHL season starts up in just a few short weeks. Who is your pick to win it all in the two- 2016-17 season? Caps. It's their year. It's their Ooh. year. Yeah. Oh, strong. Caps. Uh, how about Sarah? What do you? Who do you think is going to win in the HL- NHL this year? And why? The Montessori crayons. They're the most creative bunch. <laughs> that uh, is that one of those like uh, ragtag teams that was put together at the last minute, and they're going to use mm-hmm. trick plays to try to beat the crosstown rivals in their fancy buses. Yeah, but mostly they're just there for the snacks. <laughs> oh, then they're definitely going to win. Uh, Tanya, who's taking it all this year? Who's going to horse that cup? <laughs> M- Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. I think he's finally making a comeback. You guys. I, I think you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's a good guess. I'm going to pick the Dallas Stars. I think the Stars, you know, they won the Central Division last year, which was extremely impressive considering t- three of the top NHL's five teams were there. And they did it without one of their biggest tar- stars, Tyler Sagoon, in the final stretch. If we've learned anything about the Stars from last season, it's that they know how to score. You know, they mastered puck possession and racked up an impressive list of stats, averaging 3.23 goals per game. But that's just my guess. Yeah, but I think we can all agree on one thing, Alex. Fuck the Bruins. Fuck all Bruins. Well, that was it for this week's episode of Hockey Talkie. Let us know what you think on Facebook, Twitter, and email. Hockey Talkie is brought to you by redashweep.com slash Amazon, where you can go for all of your ice hockey supplies and more sex stuff than you'd expect. What the fuck is a Bruin? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but they're everywhere. Uh, what is a Bruin? It's Let's, a bear. It's a bear, it's a bear right? Yeah. It's also the Dutch word for brown. Oh, and that's why people use it for brown bears. There you go. It's also a lake. It's also a city in Kentucky, a city in Pennsylvania. Ooh, and part of a city in Alexandria that I'm not going to read the whole title of. Jesus. Mm. We used to have really fucked up names for cities. Yeah. Still do in some cases. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Open Sesame! All right, now it's time for lightning bonus round. Lightning, lightning bonus, bonus round. round. LBR is our game, uh, our mini game segment where we combine a bunch of different questions and games into one to finish up the topic, clean out the last little corners that we hadn't gotten on the first pass. First up, as requested by our sponsor, Rianon, uh, she wanted us to play How Would You Fail to Survive in the 5th Century Wales? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Not pretty enough, also a black person. Bye. <laughs> Disease. Bye. <laughs> Stabbed yeah, in the I'd face by a like... sword, almost certainly for me. Possibly after a very sad sax solo. <laughs> Burned by a witch for being a witch. 
burned yeah. by a witch for a witch? Burned by a witch for being a witch. Yeah, I say burned, it's a, it's burned a, bi- for being a witch. I don't, a witch I'm drunk, witch. guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a by witch, get witch situation. <laughs> but whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be by, witch, by one witch one, which is not the same. Um, mm. Yeah, it turns out the past super shitty for most people. Yep. Yeah. Um, Except for white royalty, apparently. Yeah, yeah. If you could be white and hot, it's a r- and and rich and uh, have like land and or money. Yeah. yeah. Those things are pretty. Or important. just be hot and white and have a CD player, and then you can get into the castle. You yeah, can, you can and, like, trade best that. Best not to have any medical problems because most of their solutions were like draining you of your blood. Yeah. 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 Um, or just like scary poultices. What's a poultice? It's, it's like a paste like a that little, you put over an yeah. affected area. Oh. Yeah, we're mm. like, don't worry, we crushed up some nettles and we'll just apply these to your sword gash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Won't sting at all. It's going to draw out the evil from your gallbladder. Also, what? Yeah. I don't like the Your way... humors are imbalanced. Let me apply a leech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way uh, uh, c- city water tastes in most places. I can't imagine I'm going to have a great time. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Out of the castle cisterns. Sure. But bringing that water mm-hmm. pump and an algae, that's a witch behavior right there. <laughs> or just eating some sheep after they set some of it on fire and then like rubbed it in some bread. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking forward to and that? And rub that bread on dirt. <laughs> Apparently the air is really nice in the past. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, too. great stargazing. Well, sure. so yeah. uh, let's say 5th century BC was not your time. Um, that was AD, mm. but sure. Let's say that's that. Sorry. 590 AD was not your time. Um, it was after White Lady teaches us karate. Um, let's say, uh, you were trying to find a time that was, what time, when would you, Chris, you asked this on our Facebook and our Twitter page and stuff. And in the, in the weekly weep, um, although you, I think you said, where would you like to time travel to? I'm presupposing that you can also travel in space. Like if you want to go back to like Japan in the sixties, which was what Heather said on Facebook, um, you could do that. Like you wouldn't have to like first go back to 1960s and then figure out how to travel. Yeah. Chris and I talked about this pretty extensively on our, uh, mini podcast series, time travel tomorrow today, uh, is that most of the time when you talk about time travel, you're also assuming space travel because, uh, otherwise you'd be like, I want to go back to, uh, the time of the Kings and be in West coast America. That's not in Portland. You just found some woods, buddy. Yeah. Just me and some, (laughs) like a surprising number of beavers and trees that aren't cut down. But yep, uh, which would be cool and a beautiful place to be, and I would die so quickly. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, in this particular book, at least, time travel is limited to uh, a solstice in a pile of rocks while you're smoking pot, and then otherwise you can't time travel. So this is not space travel. Yeah, that's true. But so assuming you can travel time and place, where would you like to time travel to? And Tanya, when? where would you go as much as you care? As much as I care? Oh, gosh. Um... I don't know. I this is the problem Victorian with being Victorian England. Uh no. no. Probably I mean just honestly all the places that I would be like super excited to go also have a problem with like smelling and also like my looks and color. Like there's not a sure. lot of places in the past I'm like mm, <laughs> sign me up. Well, how about uh, It was so much better then. How about future America after you win the race war? Huh. <laughs> I mean, uh, we did have somebody <laughs> results uh, not found alex <laughs> <laughs> somebody did write in and i'm i'm uh scrolling through where would it be all of these 
Oh, uh, where was it? Somebody said they wanted to go to the day after the, the United States general election. Oh, yeah, this is oh, yeah, the November drama's 9th. over. Yeah, November yeah, 9th, so I can get, out, get all so this anxiety and suspense oh, yeah. over with. Oh, that was for the Dom Malone. Or Serena yeah. V, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. A good, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's that, such that, a hard that question. feels like a place I'd go. Serena V also followed that up with, uh, uh, I, th- uh, I thought they said, maybe not. Um, no, this has a high potential to backfire. Yeah, there it is. That's what I was looking yep. for. Yes. Yep. That is um, that is a totally accurate observation. Yeah, I think but maybe yeah, you want to like savor these last few months without President Trump. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it's just it, it it's looking a little looking shaky dog in the future, looking extra shaky dog in the past. <laughs> Welcome to being. So me. I mean, I don't know if this is fair, but like just for the to make it more of a game, Tanya. Let's say, <laughs> let's say. No, no, no. Let's just let's just say you wanted to time travel somewhere and be a rich white lady in that or rich white guy in that time. Let's just make it like what time would you like to Mm. or just or maybe you're just like a lamppost and you're looking at it. Like what time and place would you like to see to Uh, visit? Yeah. As a tourist. Yes. And and we'll just for the sake of argument, say you're not in any danger. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, or I guess a sort of a boring answer would be like, you know, like an early 90s fashion time would yeah. be kind of fun when yeah. like shows are still like super low-key and like you know everybody's just kind of doing it for themselves and i could hang out with like a young dick page and be like hey it's me i'm that super into that i actually the, yeah. the longer i've the more we've talked about this uh again chris and i've been talking about this on and off for a couple months now the more i think about it the more i'm like into smaller jumps in time yeah yeah like i'd be fascinated to see like uh like a lot of ancient time periods but like also i'd love to go to thailand now can i just time <laughs> or if it has to be time travel like i'd love to see chiang mai last week and then yeah just that would be saving on plane travel yeah i would be yeah i'd be super curious to do stuff like that or to like ju- go like bother specific people and be like mm-hmm. hey like let me help you prep those canvases rothko yeah. or just like you know just like weird little things like that yeah. oh yeah. i heard he was a jerk i have also heard this yeah. still interested yeah. okay i would love to Lightning go- bonus round <laughs> yeah, Lightning bonus round. sarah do you have a, a time and a place uh you can be whatever amount uh, uh wealth amount and race that you'd like to be <laughs> Uh, I mean, mine's sort of um, similar to some of the stuff that we'd said, but I would love to go to uh, Dior's atelier while he was making the new look. Mm. Um, Agreed. So, get some Paris. Paris post World War II is what I'm talking when fashion oh. had this really opulent feminine resurgence, and it kind of defines the narrow waist, big skirt look of the 1950s, um, which mm-hmm. is because of the historical context, one of my favorite decades in fashion, because it was like celebrating like opulence and fashion and beauty for the sake of beauty for the first time in a couple decades. Um, yeah, obviously again, some real social shit happening in that time, but yeah. the clothes totally, were really but... beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Full, full agree. Yeah. I... Also it'd be really fun to go like work on the set of like crazy movies where you know that like yeah. the production was insane. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just like going and like being on the set of like Clue or <laughs> or like Rocky or Picture oh, Show where apparently yeah. they were all like cold in a castle for like four months. Like Man, just wa- random shit like that would I be so fun. I hope your time machine works multiple times because if you use your one to go back to the set of Clue. Listen. Oh. <laughs> Listen. It's time well spent, Alex. <laughs> Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn. I don't know why you think this is a bad idea. 
Uh, do we have any future people, Chris? We did. Uh, so Marcelo wants to go to the 24th century, because that's when Star Trek is, and see how it compares. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Kellen wrote in and said that uh, they'd like to go to see like 50 to 100 years from now, to see how humans are living with a bit more, hopefully, intelligence and cooperative compassion which is really sweet yeah. and optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Or mm-hmm. alternatively, you like pop forward 150 years and you're like, where are we? Well, I better yeah. go back. Yeah. This doesn't feel yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, but, what if 150 um, years the dinosaurs are back? That's what I hope. <laughs> it's anonymous Rex all over yeah. again. <laughs> they came out of the detective uniforms, killed us all. Yes. Finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lightning bonus round? I do, yeah, lightning bonus round. Um, all right, Chris, do you have some other questions you wanted to ask? You had your I, own OBRs? I did, yeah. So, you know, this book is pretty wacky. Um, mm. So I just try, kept trying to put myself in Tori's shoes. Like, you go back in time. How long do you guys think it would take you to realize that you had traveled to a different time? Like, like if so you go back in time. Long. <laughs> it would take me so. I'm like, oh, they're cosplaying. Oh, it's yeah. red fair. Yeah, like I mean, that's because we live in a world where time travel is not possible. Yeah, think... so assuming that you live in a world where you don't think time travel is possible, yeah. and you get sent back to the year 519, how long, like realistically, do you think it takes for you to realize that you're back in 519? I'm pretty like, sure I die before I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, given how yeah. easy it is to die there, Sarah, why yeah, do you think yeah. it would take you so long? Because, again, I think I would try to, like, rationalize away everything else. Like, I'm yep. from Washington State, where there is a lot of LARPing. I would yeah. probably <laughs> assume I'd wandered into a LARPing event for a while. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's, I think especially, I'm assuming I would be in a state of shock also yeah. from yeah. this traumatic event. And This is a yeah. moment that we've seen over and over again on the show, and I don't think I've ever had anyone describe it to my satisfaction, where you Outlander, used to live baby. in a world... What? Oh, Outlander's so good. Every, got Outlander, both the show and the book, do all of these things perfectly. And I'm, I'm going to save more of my thoughts on this for my other compliment because people got to yeah. get into this. It's so much better at all of this. I, oh, I, this is basically, well, Outlander doesn't go back as far, but, no, you know. Well, the, yeah, the further back you are, the easier it might be to believe. But just in general, like, we've had a lot of books where it's like a character doesn't think magic exists and then they find out magic exists. And it's always either way too long of them being like, there's no way. And at some point I'm like, just <laughs> do the plot. I just go do the thing. And then other times it's like, oh, you guys seem like princes. I must have, I've been in like 590-ish whales. Do you guys want yeah. a bone? Like, then it's uh, also very frustrating. <laughs> want to yeah. see my Have CD some player? sex, brother you know, mother. Speaking of, here's another question that I, that I thought of. Um, so if you go back in time, so like Tori goes back in time and she is the hottest girl anybody's ever seen. Yes. Do you think that, so, so we, we obviously have, you know, sort of better... I'm just going to round up to better hygiene and grooming habits. Oh, yes. oh and we're bigger now. And we're bigger. we've learned how to take better care of ourselves yeah. and, like, you know, so strong yeah. survive. Yeah. So taller, stronger. But we also get less fresh air and exercise than probably somebody in, in fifth century Wales. So do you think if you go back in time, do you think your stock goes up or down hotness-wise? Ooh, I think up for me. Down? You're never seeing a dentist again. Yeah, no, yeah. but I mean, like, you don't have to live there. You yourself, as you are now, just go back in okay, time. But you if think... you if you're if you pull a Tory and you know sleep with your cousin, wife, sister, yeah, um, dad, and then have <laughs> dad, dad, <laughs> oh, and then God. stay there, you know, all yeah. those things you'd normally get checked up on. No, I just mean initially. Oh, oh, initially, like, yeah, the initial yeah, yeah, comparison. Yeah. Oh, if you think, oh, oh, yeah, no, I guess. 
Well, so I, here's I a question. Know, if you showed mm. up in 590 AD with um, perfect, like, braces teeth, yeah. bright white yeah. teeth, would that be, like, the best? Enough. Or would they be like, you <laughs> weird. You're an alien! Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. know. So, yeah. I have a it's hard, hard time. It's hard for me I to think... tell. I'm a redhead, and that's another witchcraft thing. Yeah. So I oh. feel like that would be like, mm, <laughs> we're not sure yeah. about you, woman. Have you thought about time traveling to uh, 2027 after the race war? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but I'm biracial. So, you know, people were <laughs> frowning on that when I was around. Yeah. <laughs> like with my parents as a young child, people were like, whoa, what'd you do there? Oh. So I cannot imagine that they'd be super into it like several centuries ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Yeah. Fair. Um, I just, I feel like the thing that is uh, my general shape uh, bespeaks laziness now and and it would bespeak uh, royalty at a time yeah vast wealth (laughs) so you're feeling into this idea of traveling back there is that what you're yeah, well, I mean, look, I fully recognize that uh, as as a white guy that changes things, but for me, it's always been my time, and so I could go whenever. I just like to be when they liked fatter guys better. Huh? That's that would be good for me. <laughs> Fair, okay. Um, so my last question for you guys is: uh, so Tori brings with her a big backpack full of modernity that she uses mm. to impress people. Oh, lightning bonus! If round. you were going back in time, what? Oh, sorry, lightning bonus round. Oh, lightning oh. bonus round. Yeah. Um, so if you had a backpack to pack full of modernity to try to impress people, what would you put in it? This is such a great question. Uh, I just, just to add to the thought, well, to give you, you guys a second to stall, um, because if you bring, like, say, three things to show somebody where your yeah. goal is to prove to them that you're from the future and not be destroyed as a witch, there is mm. a real risk. Like, if you brought an iPhone, it would just be too much. Plus yeah. battery life. Well, well, sure. So, you know, get the smaller one. But, like, still... Uh, it's it just for a day of proving that you're from the future. It would just be, there's way too many things. That was kind of the cool thing about the Polaroid is it's like, I'm going to paint a picture fast in this little box is better than like, this gives you maps. Uh, yeah. yeah things that's, they don't, that's not great. Yeah. There's a Pokemon yeah. over there on that bush, but you can only see it in here. That's not going <laughs> to yeah. That's witchcraft yeah, for reals. Yeah. No, I feel <laughs> Even like now I, bring... I feel like burning somebody as a witch if I see that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even a lighter is kind of on the bubble in terms of like, you have fire, but in your pocket. Yeah. Like, that's not great. That's <laughs> not great. I don't know if there's anything what? that doesn't seem like a witch, but like a paperback novel? <laughs> like, mm. no. Could, yeah, book. books are good. Books are good. Because they had those. Books, yeah. I, I think of like sort of survival things. Like, I feel like in many time travel situations, you you gain points for like skills. So like if you brought medicine and like, mm. you know, you were able to like heal people and like, I mean, this is borrowing a page from Outlander a little bit, but yeah. still like, you know, if you did something service oriented for people, they would be less likely to think like you're evil because a lot of the basis of like assuming people are witches is like this bad thing happened and you were nearby and right. you're weird anyway. Yeah. So like if you were able to be like, hi, I'm benevolent in this way or like, you know, yeah, stuff that doesn't need a battery, stuff that helps people. Just, like yeah, a compass just, oh, is another one. A crystal brand oh, hot sauce. Bad. You could make their yeah. food Ooh, taste so much better with hot, hot sauce. sauce. But if they don't like it and it burns their tongue, yeah, then they, aren't you, you like, think, getting you think burnt? You Europeans are really looking for some spicy food, Chris? <laughs> I hope so. Well, their food was so. bland as hell, so <laughs> they might want something. Or, I mean, even, yeah, or just like spices, like salt. Salt. <laughs> Whoa. Salt. Like, hey, is such a good hey idea. guys, I can salt the shit out of your pork. Hey. Like, I'm about to change your whole life. Guys, I have this thing in my backpack. <laughs> Don't burn me as a witch. It's just called pepper. 
And yeah. holy mm-hmm. shit. It is the second most expensive spice. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Spices is such a good answer. Because uh, they would know what it is. It's just like, oh, you've traveled a long way. Exactly. And are rich. And that way you can kind of augment your story. If they're not down with your future talk, you can be like, well, I'm from somewhere where all these spices are. Oh, yeah. Also, if you showed up with like a bag of money, it would be useless. But if you showed up with a bag of salt, you would be the richest person they've met. Yeah. Oh, oh man, you like just gotta make like a couple of gold coins to guys, just like yeah, sure. grease the skids. We are one TJ's run and a time machine away from owning a castle. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> the salt castle. Yeah. I've just got a backpack with like salt, a thousand count of ibuprofen. Yeah. Oh, people oh, love man. me. Yeah, you'd rule the world. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Good questions, yeah. Chris. That was Thanks. so fun. Uh, all right, it's time for a minor compliment, the second half. Oh, by the way, if you want to play Lightning Bonus Round, go to Facebook or Twitter or sign up for the mailing list, com, and you can play next time. Uh, now, time for a minor compliment, the other half of the nice thing we have to say about this. The last nice thing we have to say about this topic. We're going to reverse order, which means, Tanya, you're up first. What is your last nice thing for the ancient future, colon, the Dark Ages? Uh, Tanya's bringing up her notes. I'm bringing up my <laughs> really notes. Really reaching. But no, just you a quick stall so while you're pulling up your notes. One of the fun things about this book is uh, I've been watching people <laughs> talk about it and uh, on, on Facebook and Twitter, including our sponsor. And um, apparently it gets way more bonkers later. Oh, they oh, go to space. Apparently they go to what? space and there are aliens and there are also dolphin people at some point. No, sure. what the hell? Well, because well, they go to Atlantis in book oh, they go two. To Atlantis, right. Yeah. <sighs> this author needs an editor. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, they're, they're, this book is so full of good bad. In some ways it's yeah. so fun, you know. She eats yeah. more garlic bread with Mexican food. Like, that's an Oh, yeah. Thing. Merlin is like, what do you want to eat? I can magic anything. She's like, Mexican food plus garlic bread. Yeah, garlic yeah. bread that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah. I guess, in a way, I sort of have a compliment. I, I sort of like the built-in, like, Merlin's chamber of, like, chill time. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of like that, like, you know, living in the past is pretty, pretty weird all the time. But then also you have this built-in break, even as a reader, where, like, it keeps you from stressing out about like how many batteries her Walkman has left or like yeah. all of these weird things where he's just like, don't worry, I've got your shampoo and your tampons and all your stuff that you would need because you're a delicate future lady. And you don't ever have to be like, oh, God, how's she handling all that? Right. Like, mm-hmm. How's she doing? Yeah. Like, just and be like, ah, eh, Merlin. And I love, I mean, I love like Brendan Sanderson's rules for fantasy writing about magic, how it shouldn't solve problems. It should just like create problems and then it needs to like work with the story. But you're right. There's something fun about just like the endless. It's like the room of requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter. That's exactly what it was. Merlin's room of requirement. Merlin's cave of requirement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So sometimes it's fun. I I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Um, All right, Chris, you're next. What's your minor compliment? Oh, yeah. Uh, Welsh names are wacky as hell. In general, I'm pretty sure there was a guy whose name is Turducken, and I yep. enjoyed it. Yep, there is. He was the assistant bad Turduggan. guy. Turducken. <laughs> oh, Turducken. Oh, Turducken, right. Always be inside a chicken. That's his tagline. <laughs> yeah. That's his whole deal. Never yeah. sleep. <laughs> Never sleep. <laughs> Never sleep. <laughs> Three meats. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I struggled with a minor compliment for this one. Oh, boy. I, this is like... 20 hours was the audiobook. 20 oh, yeah. hours of our yeah, you lives. Yeah, 20 hours to think of a uh, second comment. And I had like two notes at the end of 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. I, it like took over my life. I felt like it was just washing me over with this for just so long. And I just, I like could not articulate a sentence to say about it. Um, so I have one super cheaty thing and then one uh, 
less cheating, but still not great, mini minors. So first of all, uh, I, I want to compliment doing your homework on time. Because I started this two weeks ago, which we try to give ourselves two weeks on a book, and then I always forget, and then I just read it the last few days. Way easier to do it ahead of time. Definitely like that option. But then Good. the other compliment... Yeah, that, you're right. That's not a compliment for the book. No, it's not. It's a cheater <laughs> thing, but I, I guess I just want to... Like, I've never done that on 350 episodes of the show. Been like super on the ball, and so I thought it would be a nice time to feel um, some yeah. pride. Uh, the other thing is I like... So when she first time travels, she goes to this Stonehenge or whatever and sits by herself at the solstice, which... Cool, there's no traffic. But um Well it's not Stonehenge. She it's smokes like another Right. Uh but she smokes a joint and then time travels. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that was something that never came back. It was like another side yep. character. Yep. Uh, but I enjoyed that as a like uh I guess a non villainization of just like it was just a very casual smoking a joint, not a huge deal, time travel. Yeah. I thought that was nice. She didn't make a big deal out of it. She was just like, I'm an adult, this is a thing that I like to do that sometimes send me back to my husband dad in the fifth century <laughs> it was about a one in eight chance i'm gonna time travel after this joint i do you know uh <laughs> i did after like reading that later every time i saw like a group of people standing on the street smoking pot which is what happens here um i was like watch out uh yeah but uh, you might be in the olden times yeah but uh i like i guess i liked that hope you got some salt yeah <laughs> yeah just start like carrying around salt just, packets yeah, those, little, them to those little packets you get at a diner like oh, the yeah. little that is worth like a house yeah <laughs> all right uh that leaves you sarah what is your last nice thing you'll ever say about the ancient future uh, so I was digging the first like hour or so of this audiobook because it reminded me of Outlander, mm-hmm. yep. um, which is a show that I love very much. And then I started reading the books um, while we were in Hawaii on our honeymoon, and the books are incredible and do everything like about good, time. bad, or actually good, like, very good, good books. She's a great oh, writer. Cool. And they're easy to read. They're super compelling and great. The characters are great. And the way that she handles time travel is incredible because she very smartly sidesteps a lot of the questions by having the character scramble a lot and actually not understand how it works, which is a really refreshing thing to do. There's never an explanation. So smart. So smart. And it's just like she knows a little bit, but she doesn't know a lot. So she figures it out on the fly. And it's just like someone problem solving their way into like surviving in this situation, which is super relatable. And that's sort yeah. of the opposite side of the coin to this, where everything was sort of handed to her because she was a reincarnation of, of this soul that's done all this before, I guess, was like her justification for that. But it's like yep. this, this idea can work and it's an idea that can work super well. So... I liked that this made me think about Outlander. I'm this is a weird compliment. This no, is a compliment no, totally, to Outlander. It, it worked. It worked until you bailed on it. Okay, if no, you, I commit I, to I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you just everyone say, read I liked Outlander. Thing, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I liked the first hour of this. Yes. Yeah. There were, oh, I yeah. there were hours that I enjoyed, but what was weird is that it was like twelve different books, and so if you yeah. got really into an hour, there's that whole next hour. Yeah, there's yeah. the hour where she arranges her students like a clock, and it takes. 40 minutes. <laughs> so I do, You know, and I didn't even mind that hour so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Theodore Rex. What? That. Dinosaurs. Oh. 
uh, it's the thrilling conclusion to Dinosaurs and Detectives Month. It's the film about a dinosaur who is a detective and his buddy, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Whoopi. <laughs> Uh, I'm so excited about that. So uh, join us for that. Um, and then after that, it is the Rocktober. Finally! The Rocktober Johnstober. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, anyway, so that's coming up. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, oh, thank you. You didn't listen to that. You'll enjoy it. Thank <laughs> us for that. And thank you to our sponsor, Ria Naon. Thanks for thanks for sponsoring the show. Re, it's always great to talk to you on Twitter. You are yeah. a lot of fun, and it's been really nice. This was a really interesting choice, and you yeah. don't have to sponsor the rest of them because I feel like we got enough of it. Yeah, <laughs> delicious, uh, <laughs> but filling. Um, actually, this is sort of related to that. Uh, it's time for a quick mailbag. 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 That's a different show. Um. I guess we could do that on the show too. Anyway, it's a, a quick mailbag. Uh, this is from Bridget, who sent sent us an email, and I wanted to read this uh, because I think it's great. I think it's really interesting, and I want you guys to hear it. So first, uh, let's start. Uh, I re-listened to my podcasts recently. They're mine. I sponsored them. And because I'm a nerd, I was scrolling back to see relevant Facebook posts from that time. And as I was doing so, I glanced a number of comments over the years, and I realized that you guys have some very cool fans. Yeah, we do. Consistently, everyone is feminist and respectful, and I've never seen someone insult another person. And instead, it's a ton of people being like happy, making silly jokes. Uh, I've got no way to post that I appreciate the other fans, so I'm just sending it to you guys as a message instead. And that's why, Bridget, uh, this is me talking. It would be weird if she included this in her email. Uh, I'm reading it to you in the mailbag. So this is her way of contacting you guys on accident through me. I'm just a vessel. That's great. Um, Just to finish up her email, look. Looking uh, at the threads, though, the number one comment for Alana, the first adventure, um, except for mine about sex scenes, uh, is a dad worrying if the books are feminist, uh, feminist, feminist enough for his daughter, uh, which is so cool. So regardless of uh, um, whether I know the topic or something that I care about, I know fan, fans will be super cool and have my back, and that's awesome. And I could not agree more, Bridget, and hadn't really thought of it that way we've just sort of taken it for granted that our fans are cool i think <laughs> like we don't we have yeah we have like zero trolley behavior and that is bizarre yeah. on the internet and yeah, i, don't I know can how think of like a couple ever in seven years yeah yeah and i can't maybe i'm better at blocking it out than you are maybe there's actually a lot of mean shit going on that i don't notice yeah it really gets to me <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah that is such a cool thing and i don't know i don't it's know what so we lovely. did to make that happen but I love it, and thank you, and you're a part of that project. And I think that's related to Re. It's always fun hanging on Twitter. It's true of everybody who talks to us. It's like people are a good time. Yeah, and yeah. if you guys want to talk to us on Twitter or Facebook, we're around. We we're really around. We love respond. it. We read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you do, when you yeah. post a comment on Facebook, or if you just post a post, it sometimes takes us a little while to see it because Facebook hides that shit really well. But uh, comments we always see, and if you do post it, we'll get it eventually. We just might not be super fast. Yeah. And Twitter, we are pretty quick about. It's yeah, it's just such a blast uh, to talk to everybody. It's going to be fun of them to like play the games and want it. Uh, they are a little um, correction heavy sometimes. Not bad or trolly, but they do know their things. And so, hey, it's hard but to be you know, people are smart, and we should be smart. Yeah, yeah. No, people are super smart, and like when I'm listening to something like a podcast that I like, and they get something wrong that I know is wrong. Oh man, that's yeah, a I very just wanna... specific feeling. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. So thanks for the email, Bridget, and thank you all of you, the fans, for being so cool for so long. We really do appreciate yeah. it. Love you guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back and next week. And thanks again, Rhiannon. And yes, thanks. I'm going to call you Riri. Is that okay? 
Whoa, I think that's an upgrade. Uh, like Iron Man? Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Yeah. At the Tanya Best. Coffee Doodle Dad. And at Sarah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Sarah. I was trying to say your Twitter handle and then Cockadoodle Don't stuck into my brain. Um, thanks for being here, Sarah. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was a real yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, I didn't mention earlier. I should have said this was you were uh, Rihanna's choice. You were who she was. Oh, that is this. so sweet. Thank and you I was very sure you much. You had a busy couple of weeks, and then this was such an yeah. intense thing to jump into. And you were a super champion about it. So thank you a million times it for was, that. Well, thank you guys, and thank you very much, lovely sponsor, because it was really nice to like have. I don't know. I've been like super distracted and sleepy and tired post wedding, so it was nice to be like a thing to focus on that is an achievable goal. So thank you very much. <laughs> totally. Get to end of book. Yep. Very clear Yay. goal. All right. Well, and congratulations once again. Uh, all yeah, right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Thank you. Bye. Never sleep. Never sleep. Nothing.